0: Welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. You're listening to The Construction Cut with Taylor Renning. Here, you'll get the latest news in construction in 15 minutes or less. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to The Construction Cut. I'm your host, Taylor. This week, we're diving into household debt and what it means for the housing market and our economy. I'm also diving into the adverse effects that the coronavirus may be having on the luxury home market. There's a lot to get into this week, so let's get started. It is Monday, February 17th, 2020. Let's dive in. U.S. household debt has increased to a record $14 trillion. That's trillion with a T. According to data released by the Federal Reserve, consumer debt like student loans, auto loans, personal loans, and credit cards increased 4.4% in Q1 last year. And in 2019 alone, Americans added an extra $600 billion in debt to the pile. That's incredible. It's also worth noting here that this $14 trillion figure does not include debts on mortgages. In that same period of time, mortgage-related debt rose $120 billion to $9.56 trillion. And what's to blame? Well, the housing market's to blame. Mortgage rates have fallen by 100 points over the last year, adding more and more purchasing power to the average consumer. The Fed is painting a pretty bleak picture here. While the stock market continues to show strong growth and unemployment rate remains at a record post-recession low, there is no doubt that there is an impending consumer debt crisis in America. And along with an unprecedented surge in student loan debt, It's credit card debt and auto loan debt that worry economists the most, although there does seem to be a bubble brewing as it relates to the housing industry. I see a lot of articles written that tout the stability of the market, and I've even reported on that data in the last several weeks of doing this podcast. But I'm afraid that there are deeper concerns here than what we're being led to believe. So there are two issues here that I'm going to focus on One, housing affordability, and two, the reintroduction of risky mortgages back into the market. So let's start with affordability. Although mortgage rates are at an all-time low, there is an inventory problem. The lack of inventory of houses across the country has created an affordability issue. It's not even an issue, really. It's a crisis. The inventory of available homes has dropped to its lowest point since 2012, and the lack of inventory is driving at prices exponentially. Existing home prices have risen 5.4% from the previous year and have risen in an astonishing 93% of markets in the United States, causing a massive vacuum. But here's an incredible statistic for you. Remember last week when I said home equity is surging? Well, the average home in the United States has seen its value rise 42% in the last six years. This is according to Zillow. So since 2013, the average home value rose 42%. And this is great news for all existing homeowners, right? But in that same time period, the average wage only increased by 17%. So, how does this and how can this crisis of affordability impact the housing market? Well, for starters, low mortgage rates don't help potential buyers if they can't afford to buy a home in their area. Just because mortgages are low, and by mortgages I mean mortgage interest rates, that doesn't mean people will take out loans for houses that they just can't afford. So, with a smaller pool of Americans submitting applications, banks could start to loosen their application criteria, which as we know, is a terrible, terrible path to walk on. If you'd like to learn more about the topic of affordability, I mean, really we've only just scratched the surface. There is an excellent article from Barron's that explains this development in further detail. It's worth reading. So I'll go ahead and link it in the show notes over on the Builder Funnel website. So along with affordability, We've also seen a rise in risky mortgages. According to an article in the Washington Post, quote, the federal government has dramatically expanded its exposure to risky mortgages as federal officials over the past four years took steps that cleared the way for companies to issue loans that many borrowers might not be able to repay. Now, Fannie Mae Freddie Mac, and the Federal Housing Administration guarantee almost $7 trillion in mortgage-related debt, 33% more than before the housing crisis. Because these entities are run or backstopped by the U.S. government, a large increase in loan defaults could cost taxpayers hundreds of billions of dollars, end quote. Wow. That sounds awfully familiar, doesn't it? While the financial crisis led to a justified outcry from Americans, the proliferance of these non-prime lenders, a not-so-secret moniker for subprime loans, is stronger than ever. Couple this with the rise of jumbo loans, loans that exceed the guarantees set by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and you've got a bubble brewing. I don't want to scare anyone here, but it's worth mentioning, and I want you all to be aware of it. So I'm going to keep an eye on our nation's debt as the year goes on, and we'll see where it goes as we get further along into 2020. Okay, let's move on to something equally as uplifting. The dangerous spread of the coronavirus. As I'm sure most of you are aware by now, the coronavirus is spreading rapidly. As of today, and I'm writing this on Friday, February 14th, There are over 63,000 confirmed cases of the deadly disease, and while there are only 15 confirmed cases here in the United States, the effects of this global event are already starting to take hold in the media. Many news outlets have reported that it will have an adverse effect on global financial markets. Specifically, in the United States, the spread of the virus is expected to have a negative effect on the luxury housing market. Why is this? Well, in the last several years, the housing market, especially the luxury housing market, has been propped up by an influx of Chinese buyers. According to Redfin's chief economist, demand for luxury is improving. And that's showing up primarily in an increase in sales right now, but it's also putting some slight upward pressure on prices. In Q4 of last year, The average sale price for luxury homes increased to $1.6 million. And according to the National Association of Realtors, buyers from China spent $13.4 billion on homes here in the U.S. from April 2018 to May of 2019. These homes are often second or third homes in expensive markets like New York and San Francisco. So they account for a significant portion of the luxury market. And since most flights between China and the U.S. have stalled, prospective home buyers simply can't enter the U.S. That, combined with escalating trade disputes between the two countries, could lead to softer numbers in 2020. What's also interesting is that the coronavirus could also lead to lower mortgage rates here in the U.S. The reason being, China is the world's second largest economy second only, of course, to the United States. When a significant event upends their economy, it's felt by markets across the globe. Investors get nervous. They pull their money out of the stock market and place it into treasury bonds. Stronger bonds equal lower mortgage rates. There you go. I could have been an economist. In all actuality, thanks to Claire Trapasso at Realtor.com for breaking this down for us. Uh, folks who are not, in fact, economists. (laughs) Next week, I'm going to touch on a few more stories in the news that could also send mortgage rates even lower in 2020. All right, let's end with some good news for the remodeling industry. A new report from the Home Improvement Institute is suggesting that homeowner attitudes when it comes to remodeling are incredibly positive. According to their 2019 Project Decision Study, homeowners are more and more positive about the actual remodeling process. Something the report also suggests is something that we at Builder Funnel already know, that the average length of time between the birth of an idea and the execution of that idea is typically six or seven months. But here's something also important for all you remodelers out there. According to this report, 90% of all consumers research online ahead of time before signing a contract. Out of that 90%, nearly half of them remarked that online research is incredibly important to their overall decision making process and that an appealing, sharp digital presence is highly important. The report also suggests that some of these folks are also doing thorough research online to determine whether or not they can handle their project themselves, which is certainly something to think about. And that sort of harkens back to the point of educating your customers, your prospective customers, through blogs, your content, social media, etc. Anyway, well, that wraps up the show for this week. Thank you for spending your morning with me. If you haven't already, make sure you sign up for the construction cut newsletter. It's a weekly newsletter. That's going to hit your inbox with everything you need to know about what's going on in the construction industry. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Construction Cut on Builder Funnel Radio. If you got value out of today's episode, please do one of two things for me. Share it with a friend by clicking the share button in your podcast player and then texting it or emailing it to them. Or leave us a review. This is a free podcast, so spreading the word really helps us keep Builder Funnel Radio going. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.